Hello, before I formally start this episode, I wanted to make a quick announcement. I am merging this episode, the Final Fantasy 1 outro, with the Final Fantasy 2 intro episode, so as to save time on when episodes come out, and also because both of these episodes were fairly short, and that felt very unsatisfying to release, like a 9-minute episode with barely any information, and then follow up with another 9-minute episode with barely any information, uh, before we get to the gameplay of Final Fantasy 2. So without further ado, you're going to hear the both Final Fantasy 1 outro and Final Fantasy 2 intro in this episode. Hello and welcome to YAF Podcast, the yet another Final Fantasy podcast hosted by me, Anton Januska. And today we have a very special episode, because in the last episode I beat Final Fantasy 1. I got all the way to the end, I saw the outro credits, and I was thrown back to the main menu. And it was a it was a big moment, and I wanted to make an episode to kind of wrap up my feelings about the game, some notes, some things that I've discovered, some things I've changed my mind on, and so on, and just kind of wrap up this this whole idea. Season two is already underway. Final Fantasy two is already underway, and I kind of wanted to offer the Final Fantasy one thoughts before I got too deep in Final Fantasy two and forgot what Final Fantasy one was about. So one thing that I remember saying all the way at the beginning of this podcast podcast was that I found Final Fantasy to be a grindy game. I have since changed my mind about that. I think there is a small amount of grind at the beginning of the game, which is a little bit to be expected. And I think from that point on, things scale pretty well. I think I went, I ventured off to grind a lot more than I needed to. I think I finished off the game with all of my characters being above level 60. And from what I saw in the walkthrough, you can easily beat the game in mid 30s. So I, I spent a lot more time grinding than I needed to. And it was so seamless and I enjoyed it so much that even that didn't feel like a grind. I think that this is... It was a it was a really good balance of difficulty, and I know I'm t- talking about the remake, but still, it was a good balance in difficulty. And and if you really needed to level up because you were having some trouble beating whatever enemy, you always had the option of grinding more, having you know plenty of high level enemies at your disposal to dispatch, and uh, you know get that experience. And that's what I did, and that's what I kind of default to in our RPGs. If I find some section too difficult for my skill, I grind until my characters are strong enough where that gap in, in my skill set no longer ma- no longer matters. The overall story was pretty fun and simple. You know, you had to reactivate four crystals. Each crystal was guarded by a boss. And then there's like the ultimate boss that somehow is above the, the four smaller bosses. It's kind of a pretty stereotypical setup for JRPGs. You know, there are four of something. There are five of something. You need to collect the six balls and each one is governed by this and this you know it's it's a it's a pretty typical setup but it was fun and simple and you know it wasn't leaning into the stereotypes too much because obviously it kind of came up with those stereotypes right like this is where a lot of the jrpg joke not jokes but jrpg archetypes come from right it's from this game um i found the party system in this game pretty enjoyable i don't like having too many options at, at my hands so having to build a party from scratch and I remember playing the 
trying to play this game long long time ago so many different times in so many different ports I guess and uh, being so stressed out about having to figure out the party and I think the default party works pretty well and the party that I read in the walkthrough which was the uh, let's see warrior thief red mage and white mage is, you know that's a decent party and I, I I think that a lot of that anxiety around party building was taken away from me because I had a walkthrough that I could access but it wasn't too far off from what I would have probably picked for myself I think I would have done like a warrior monk red mage and white mage probably would have been my matchup which is almost identical to what I really did have so I I've, and I found that kind of interesting and fun that you could you could kind of you know set this up however you want to unlike some of the later games where you don't really get to pick what class your characters are or maybe you might have to have two three characters that always stay together and so on so it is different from the original the gba version that i played i watched a few more videos about final fantasy one about the differences between the different versions and i just i really wanted to get deep into this game now that i've beaten it now that i can finally listen to all of the spoilers because i really did go into this game blind not knowing how it was going to end and I really enjoyed that. But yeah, so I listened to all the different, uh, all the differences. It sounds like the original Final Fantasy game was much more difficult, but it was also very buggy. Like I, I read that both Temper and Saber literally had no effect those spells. There are some other, I guess, translation changes between the the versions. One of them that doesn't still doesn't make sense to me is the the lightning spells are called Thunder instead of Lightning. That's a change that they made where they renamed them. I don't get it. And it's the same thing in even Pokemon, right? Like the main attack is thunder if thunder doesn't do any damage it's the lightning that's the i don't know i guess thunder is a nicer stronger word i'm not sure it's shorter that's sure that's for sure but the different versions kind of caught my eye because I play the gba version which i've referred to several times as the snes <laughs> version the reason i've and i've said that several times that i think that the gba was basically like a portable snes with maybe a few small graphical up upgrades and so this was a i guess a 16-bit game and it looked really nice and you kind of could believe that it was from the early 90s or you know maybe mid to, mid to early 90s on the snes which was nice and it gave that give it that kind of you know retro feeling the original nes version was very dark and i even the reviewers on youtube say you know unless you're like a hardcore Final Fantasy player stick with the one of the remakes because they fix the bugs which is the most important part but they also like revamp a few things and they make more sense and just the whole game makes more sense playing as a remake so I'm gonna make that suggestion as well you know like I think whoever wants to play this should play one of the remakes the fun part that I discovered while watching the watching these YouTube videos was that so the GBA version was like the SNES version the PS1 version was like a mix between almost 3D and pixelated 2D. So it looked a lot like the GBA version, like the aesthetics of it. Obviously it came out before the GBA version, but the aesthetics looked very similar. But then they had like 3D character models and like high resolution character models and sprites and looks a little bit odd to me, <laughs> but it looks pretty cool. I think the GBA version was the one that I, I just fell in love with. But I did watch the PSP remake, and the PSP remake looks more like a fully 3D game. And I kind of want to play it. I kind of want to play it because I saw the just the incredible detail of some of the backdrops, the, the, the backgrounds, the incredible details in the bosses, and in you know even character motion uh, animations outside of outside of battle. Right, you would have like Bahamut like lifting 
its wings and putting them back down and just looked really impressive. I, I, I kind of wish I had a PSP so I could, so I could buy uh, the PSP version of this game, but I actually might buy the GBA version. I enjoyed this game so much that I I really want to have a copy. I have a DS Lite and a GBA. GBA doesn't have Mac Lite, so it sucks. So, you know, DS Lite would be probably the console I'd use to play it. I don't know. I, but I'm just also thinking about the fact that I think Switch is going to come out with its own version. Once the Switch version is out, I'm going to want to spend the $7 or $8 it's probably going to be just so I can get the copy of it and play. And it makes me wonder if it's going to have like the more 3D version that came out on the PSP, or if it's going to have the PS1 version, or if it's going to default to the GBA, which I really think is like the golden standard of the remakes. I really like it. <laughs> I'm super biased, but I really like it. Otherwise, I'm trying to think back about the game. The few things that stood out to me throughout the entire game. So one of, one of them was definitely the fact that every town looked different. Every town had a different story. The design of the buildings looked the same, uh, looked different. They didn't look the same. They looked the same in the NES version. But even the NES version, they, you know, touched up just a few, just enough things to make each town look, you know, unique within their restrictions. But the GBA version just looks just beautiful. You want to visit every town. You want to see what it looks like. You want to walk through it. You want to see if there's like a secret section of the town. Um, there's no map. Like, obviously, the town is small enough that you shouldn't need a map. But, you know, getting to the Circle of Mages in Clear Lake? Crescent Lake? Crescent Lake. I think it's Crescent Lake. Going to the Circle of Mages there, you know, you have to kind of walk outside the town, but not far enough so that it kicks you into the over overworld. I don't know. I just found it really... I just found these towns really fun. I think they were really nice. I also enjoyed the, the variety of the dungeons and how they looked. The dungeons all seemed to have a different purpose. There were some dungeons that felt like, you know, you're just getting from point A to point B on the other side. Some dungeons were puzzles, basically, where, like, mazes that you had to navigate through without getting lost. Some dungeons were just, like, mazes where you had to walk very long distances in a cramped space, so... You might have a smaller map, but you still have to walk very far because of where like the openings in the walls line up. And then you might have dungeons that are completely empty and you're just walking from point A to point B, but it's in the volcano. And so some of those steps are really, you know, they're, they're going to take off HP. That's been, that was uh, one of the more enjoyable aspects of this game for sure. I don't know if I have anything much else to say about this game. I've talked about so many different things in, in all of the episodes. Like, I am really blown away with how good this game is. I also don't think I would have been ready to play this game like if, even a year ago or a few years ago. I wasn't really much into this era of gaming. Even though I like the GBA, for example, I found the RPGs and JRPGs difficult because they were made to take forever to finish. <laughs> and I don't have that kind of patience. And this game didn't um, didn't take forever to, to finish. I don't know how long exactly, but it wasn't like an, it, it wasn't any substantial amount of time, which is nice. So um, look forward to the season two of this podcast where I will be covering Final Fantasy two. Hello and welcome to Yaf Podcast, the yet another Final Fantasy podcast where I go through each Final Fantasy game, section by section, part by part, game by game, until I go through all of it or I get tired of making podcasts. My name is Anthony Januska and today I wanted to talk about my pre-Final Fantasy 2 
thoughts. So in the last episode, I was kind of wrapping up and discussing, you know, hey, what, uh, how did I feel about the game? How was it playing through my first Final Fantasy game, the, the first Final Fantasy game, and how was it just beating it and everything. And so this episode is dedica- dedicated more so toward Final Fantasy 2 and started the second season of this podcast. So Final Fantasy 2, I think at the beginning of the entire podcast, I discussed playing one Final Fantasy game really far and not remembering which one it is. I thought it was Final Fantasy 2, but once I looked at the various screenshots and everything, I'm not sure if this game was it either. So maybe I confused it with Final Fantasy 4, which I have played and beaten. Maybe it was Final Fantasy 5 or, or 6, or maybe it wasn't a Final Fantasy game at all, and I'm remembering some other game. But the interesting thing about Final Fantasy 2 is this is where like the Final Fantasy numbering gets really wonky. I was talking to one of my friends and I said, you know, hey, I was playing Final Fantasy 2, and he said, you know, which one? And I'm still not 100% sure which one is the correct one. So the Final Fantasy 2 I'm playing currently is the one that was packaged with Final Fantasy 1 in the Dawn of Souls, I believe. And I think the Final Fantasy 2 that was uh, FF2 in Japan was Final Fantasy 4 or something. I just, I'm not 100% sure. I would like to know, mainly because I think it gives me a little bit more context. With Final Fantasy 1, you're like, okay, this is the first one of the series, you know, possibly they probably weren't even thinking of making it a series and they probably didn't imagine that they would go on for another 14 mainline games and so many other secondary games. So let me go ahead and read through the wiki real quick. This Final Fantasy 2 that I'm playing was developed and published by Square, so before Square Enix, in 1988. That means that it came out a year after Final Fantasy 1. That is actually pretty impressive. It is a game that came out out on the uh, Famicom, so the NES I guess, and then there were enhanced remakes. Just like before, there was a remake for the PS1, GBA, and PSP, and a bunch of other consoles. I have laid a little bit of this on the PSP, and by little bit, I mean just a few minutes. I remember just booting it up because I had the one and two pack. And I, you know, full honesty here again, I played maybe half an hour of this game already because I got excited and I didn't want to wait to record this episode. And I'm actually recording this episode at a an unusual time so I can capture my pre-game thoughts before it gets, uh, before it gets a Uh, before I get tainted by actually playing the game. So it looks like this game was never, was initially not released outside of Japan. And the Final Fantasy II in North America was Final Fantasy IV. So it looks like Final Fantasy II and III, the Japanese games, were basically skipped. And Final Fantasy IV was the next Final Fantasy game that made it to the US. And it's called Final Fantasy 2 in the US. I believe this is the Final Fantasy 4 that I played. And yeah, looks like they renumbered them. Oh, I'm so glad that they did. This is just so confusing. The game is supposed to be... It, it, it does not follow the story of Final Fantasy 1. And this was kind of the thing that was always Im- interesting to me when it comes to Final Fantasy games. I don't entirely understand why they're all disjointed different games. When you play, for example the Pokemon games, right? You have a whole main line and there is some continuity in terms of, you know, it does the first one come after the second one and third one and so on. So there is some continuity, but the most important part of that game is that you're in the same universe. So if you refer to one region or a Pokemon or something like that, you know it's in the same universe as all the other games. With Final Fantasy, it is not the same universe. You have a completely different world map, completely different history, completely different everything. So it's not even like Dungeons and Dragons where you might be in a different region that has a different history. You have a completely 
and completely just completely separate game. It makes me wonder why it came out as a series. You know, they could have done especially a numbered series. A numbered series usually denote that there's some kind of continuity. You know, maybe you wouldn't expect continuity from like a racing game, right? If you have Need for Speed 1, 2, and 3, uh, you're still in the same real world. There's not really a story, so you don't really care about continuity of whatever small relaxed story that each one of those games has. But in Final Fantasy, I just, I can't wrap my head around the fact that they decided not to have continuity here. Uh, there are some recurring characters, which makes it even more confusing. I'm reading the wiki and it says that Sid makes another appearance here. And Sid makes an appearance, I think, in so many different games. And I think Chocobos... Oh, I guess Sid was introduced in this game originally. He was ported to the first one in the remake. And you also get introduced to Cho Chocobos. So it's kind of... I don't, I don't really understand it. And it kind of rubs me the wrong way because you kind of want to see what happens next. With Final Fantasy 1, I understand that you can't see what happened next because technically everything's fine. But you could set the story a thousand years later and say, oh, look, there was another loop or something else happened. Maybe that wouldn't be as exciting. It would definitely constrain their artistic vision and prevent things like, you know, Final Fantasy 7, which completely departs from the entire series with its diesel punk motifs. Or Final Fantasy 10, which is like this utopia style well i don't know it's such a bright game outside of that it is another game that didn't make it to the switch yet which is a bummer i am waiting for it and i don't want to i honestly don't want to play it on a on the emulator as much it looks like there are some uh, additions for uh that came with the uh, dawn of souls remake i see that there are a few more caves and some new items so i'm sure i'm gonna come across those i'm not gonna try to filter those out i do enjoy going through these games and kind of keeping an eye on how it's different from the original just like final fantasy 1 this one got remade with way better graphics the final fantasy 2 the original game was very bright and beautiful and i i want to say so much nicer than the first one despite that if you look at the PlayStation 1 version, it looks so different. It looks really different. It looks like a completely different game. The GBA version is, you know, very close to what the PS1 version looked like. It's, it's just the reimagined Final Fantasy, the NES version, as a SNES game, and that's what it looks like. I did notice that in Final Fantasy 2, the layout it looks a lot more like the modern Final Fantasy games when you get into a battle. So in Final Fantasy 1, you would have characters and monsters kind of displayed next to each other in two different rectangles, and then I think you had like a bottom area of the screen where you could pick if you want to fight run magic item whatever else so the 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 layout was very square and a lot of the space was taken up by just listing all the enemies and you didn't have like that nice background that you have in in some of the newer final fantasy games so in final fantasy 2 though you kind of you gained that uh, that staple look of you know four characters one on top of each other some background graphic and, uh, and and the four characters are all the way in the right and the enemies are all the way on the left and then you have that fight magic item menu as well as the character stats right next to that so if you if you can imagine what final fantasy 7 battle menu looks like or final fantasy 4 or any of the other final fantasies this is what the original nes version looked like except for the the staple blue background that is 
is really fun because you're getting kind of closer and closer to the to the new ones and you can kind of see where they where the team learned some interesting you can kind of see where the team learned their lessons the other big change that i've read about is that you have real characters like really real heroes that you're following rather than a party that you put together you're not just random four warriors you have characters with actual names you have Therian, maria and gus and i don't know anything about them and i'm guessing there's gonna be a fourth not guessing i'm 100 sure there's gonna be a fourth one but these three characters have like a real backstory each one of them has a different story each one of them has a special drawn portrait this is different as well so not only does your character have like an in-battle sprite and an overworld sprite but they also have a portrait that shows up whenever they talk and a portrait that shows up in the menu this is really neat and the nes version had this as well like back in the day which just kind of again blows my mind that they had all of that already so i'm excited to to start this game to play this game i i'm excited to learn you know how much it changed from the first game i you know i already see that there's a lot more story and that it's not just you know being thrown into the world and having to find your way so you know hopefully you'll be able to join me on this playthrough i just i'm really excited about it this season according to the walkthrough breakdown is going to be 13 episodes instead of so 13 game episodes plus one of the you know we have the intro this episode and we're probably gonna have like an, a, a season outro episode just like in the first game but outside of that it's gonna be 13 main episodes uh, as opposed to 10 main episodes in the last one i am a little bit scared about final fantasy 3 because i don't actually know where to get that game it looks like it came out it came out on the ds which is really random it didn't come out on the gba so i'm a little bit worried that it's gonna be either a huge pain to set it up or I'll have to play the NES version, which I don't want to play. I know NES is much more difficult. We'll see how that goes, but I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So for now, Final Fantasy II, the Japanese release of Final Fantasy II, right? The, it's the fi Japanese Final Fantasy II, and the Final Fantasy II is like the, the real fan of fa Fantasy II is the game that we're going to be playing this season. See you next time.